Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. How are you doing today, ma'am? I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> Lovely to have you at my house today. I know, because we're looking after little Ralphie, aren't we? We are. We're, we're doing work at the same time. But yeah, Ralph is in the background, my eight-month-old cockapoo puppy. So if he barks, sorry, we might have to pause the recording. We normally do it all in one, don't we? We do. Uh, yep. Which surprises people. It's one take. Um, we very rarely pause the recording, but yep. maybe today we'll have to do that. Yep. <laughs> fingers crossed we won't. <laughs> There's no fingers crossed. We create our reality. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> forgot that. Oh gosh, she's already I've started. already started. Yeah. Not even one minute into the recording. <laughs> anyway. Right. Savage. What are we talking yep. about today? Well, we said, didn't we? Let's speak about boundaries. You know, um, I was just on a coaching call. And something that came up very strongly was boundaries to be put in place for this particular uh, client. And it's interesting that that, it really does trigger people, doesn't it? Boundaries. What do you mean by trigger? As in putting them in place, putting boundaries in place is difficult for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But what I think is so important is that if we don't put boundaries in place to support us, then we're saying no to us and yes to others. Yeah. Um, and we can really, really sacrifice our well-being and ourselves if we don't put certain boundaries in place. So that's kind of really what started this conversation today. Yeah, definitely. Like, And you, when you think about you and leaving work and how you felt, you hadn't really put those boundaries in place, had you? Do you know no. what I mean? What would you do now, though? Interesting, isn't it, moving forward? Yeah, I think in terms of work, it's an interesting one because I think obviously we need to work to, you know, live and make money. Um, and so it's quite difficult sometimes to draw the boundary between, you know, what is enough. Um, I think sometimes I definitely felt like I had to put in way more hours than necessary to feel like I was giving it my all and I was doing enough. And I think especially in the job that I had, it felt like it was a never ending to do list. You know, there weren't a set of tasks that you completed each day and then you were done. There was always something else that was added to the workload um, or something else I could be doing. It's a bit like when you're at university or you're at school, there's always more revision you could be doing. There's always something else you could be working on. Um, and so I think that I just didn't um, draw those boundaries very well. I think I did start to, but by then, to be honest, the damage was already done. And I actually think that if I'm being really honest, like resentment was already building towards, you know, my manager and uh, some of the people around me um, because I felt like I was putting in much more effort than I should. But really that was down to me. You know, I made the decision to do that. Um, you know, no one is forced to do anything really. So that was on me. So I think, yeah, going forward at work, I would definitely set boundaries. Um, I'd a hundred percent still give it my all. And I definitely still put in the required hours, but I've been doing a lot of reading and work into working smarter, not harder. Mm. And I think that's something that's really key mm. and really important. Yeah. Cause that's really interesting. What you said about working enough or hard enough or, yeah, because where does that stop? What, what Do you know is, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. What is enough, you know? And uh, it's so, and I think as well during COVID where people are working from home, um, it's that whole thing as well of if I'm working from home, where's the boundary? We've oh, said yeah, this definitely. before. So you have to put your boundaries in place, but you have to decide what is your boundary. 
I think also some people assume with working at home, for example, that people will work less where they definitely work more. I think also, you know, a lot of companies are now starting to put um, unlimited holiday policies in place where you can literally take an unlimited amount of vacation days. Um, but what they're actually seeing is less people are taking holiday because mm. they don't want to be seen to be taking too many. God, it's interesting. You know, it? same thing working from home. They don't want to be seen to not be working. So they put themselves under even more pressure. Mm. And I think it's just we've got this weird thing as humans, it seems. Um, and I'd say especially in the startup space, because that's where what my background is in, that you have to work, 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 work. And there is no limit to the amount that you should be doing. Um, and the pressure is just massive. But how wonderful would it be, you know, if we started a movement where, um, yeah, I'm getting radical, where we started a movement where everybody worked within their own boundaries, because then it would become accepted, wouldn't it? It's mm. comparison. Oh, that's what it is, definitely. Yeah, it's comparison that, um, that, that throws boundaries out of the window. It's, well, if they're not doing it, then I can't do it. Um, and it's the same, say, boundaries in relationships, same thing. It's, well, no, in that relationship, they allow that. So maybe then I need to question the fact that my boundaries are where they are. And what about if we actually did stand up, took responsibility for our own desires and our own um, boundaries and our own parameters and actually said, no, no, this is what feels good for me because... Living a hell yes is all about saying yes to you and what feels good for you, not what feels good for others just because they've chosen that. I think the key thing is as well that everyone's different. So yeah. you might see someone, Billy Bob is putting in 60 hours at work that week, but he actually really enjoys what he's doing. It's his yep. passion. Yep. Um, he doesn't have much of a um, home life necessarily. You know, maybe that is what he prefers to spend his time on and that's great. But, you know, Samantha, who's got you know, four kids at home, a partner, maybe she's got a side business that she really enjoys. Maybe she doesn't want to put in that amount of hours and that's absolutely fine, but it's that both ends should be acceptable. We can't measure ourselves on the people that I think are doing, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours and think, oh, you know, that's what I should be doing. I think that's where we come a cropper. So do you think self-worth comes into this as well? Because um, I, comparison is a biggie, of course. We've mm. just said that. And as you say, everybody is unique with their own um, desires in relation to what they want to be doing. But And I get Billy Bob, who really wants... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that name came from. Who really wants to do it, and I get that. But then Samantha, who maybe doesn't, but she's still doing it. Yeah. Then what is that about? Yes, the comparison, but fear that maybe I'll lose the job. And then what does that mean in relation to self-worth, though? So it's, well, you know, yes, I've got fear, and yes, I do have bills to pay, but what about my health, and what about my sustainability, and what about me feeling good? Mm. What happens to that then? And then what, what message are we giving ourselves? Because if we're going to accept that and maybe allow ourselves to become stressed, unwell, anxious, whatever then what else are we going to say that we'd accept? Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's a really good point. When have you needed to put boundaries in place in your life, whether it be at work or in relationships? Relationships for me is where in the past, in the past I've struggled to put boundaries in place. Um, and I would absolutely say 
I was living a hell no in relation to me and the boundaries I was putting in place. Um, I was saying yes to the other person and saying no to me. Um, that's not that's not the same now. Um, but yeah, I had to learn. I had to learn. You know, was that boundaries in terms of your time, in terms of you know everything? Yeah, well being, everything. Mm. Yeah, I would absolutely say that. And Ralph agrees with me. You see, <laughs> um, he's absolutely agreeing with me. And what do you think then was the was the thing that made you then put those boundaries in place? You know, what was the kind of tipping point? It was um, a very clear, um, and, and I think sometimes this has to happen, doesn't it, which I really wish it wouldn't, and that's the point of this podcast, is so that people realise it before they get to that stage. But, you know, it was a bad experience within the relationship. Then it was enough is enough, because there had been many of those. Um, so I obviously hadn't put boundaries in place early enough. You're smiling. Um, well, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's a dry smile, like, there we go. Um <laughs> But what it did do was it taught me, yeah, you know, when I did put that boundary in place, there was nothing to be fearful of. Mm. And it was definitely fear that stopped me doing that. Fear of the other person's reaction, fear of what they would do, um, fear of what that would mean for me. Um, did you worry about what others would think as well? No, actually. That genuinely That's didn't good. bother me at all. Mm. Um, but it was definitely more within within you know us yeah the um, relationship yeah um but no it was enough was enough i was mm -hmm. very clear so now i i can do that before i even get to that point you yeah. know now i'm very clear and aware of is this compromising me um it's awareness isn't it it's conscious awareness because we chip away that's the thing you see we get chipped away at or we allow ourselves to get chipped away at by um, not putting boundaries in place. And then you see, because it's so gradual, we don't even realize it's happening. Yeah, I Un think till something maybe big kicks off and then, God, that could lead to stress, breakdowns, whatever, whatever. Mm. But it, it's that kind of, it's that, you know, knocking away at you kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I think awareness is key, but I think it's, it, you know, it's not just, it's not enough to just be aware because we can all be aware, but then not actually do anything about For the boundaries sure. that we need to put For in place. Sure. But the thing is, we can't take action unless we're aware. Yeah, definitely. So that's why awareness is key, you know, and it really is. Keep checking in, keep checking in with how you're feeling because keep checking in that you're not allowing that knock-on effect. Um, you know, we do. We're very good at, at humans getting used to situations. So I think one thing that's key on that, though, is that it's say for example you've put the boundaries in place in the relationship or you know in the job that you do but then you exit that job or you leave that relationship I think it's very easy to then slip back into old patterns do you know what I mean and not begin the relationship with boundaries in place and so I think it's kind of it's, sometimes it's breaking the cycle where you're not going from job to job or relationship to relationship and being you know taken advantage of whether that's your time or your well-being or whatever it is yeah, no, I agree with you. So what you're saying is when there's a new relationship or a new job, you don't go, slip back. You yeah. go back into that whole thing again of, I don't know, wanting to be the person for that other person or, you know, be, being the best employee ever. Because exactly. I think especially in jobs when you're new, yeah. you do feel that pressure to really perform 
and you know almost prove how good you are even though you've been hired to do that job so there's obviously a belief that you'll be good in that role Mm -hmm. I think you know a lot of people talk about imposter syndrome and that's really big right now Um, I think that kicks in automatically and then you've kind of got an uphill battle to feel that you're worthy enough so like what you were saying about self-worth you're worthy enough for the job in the first place Mm -hmm. Um, so you're immediately on the back foot which which isn't great because the way that that manifests is then overworking not putting yourself first and doing way more than kind of what's what's needed I really understand that in relation to work Mm. Um, I really do Um, what I would love to believe is out there is um, a support system excuse me a manager or a support system that you could actually go to and so in other words if you could feel the drip drip effect or you were feeling like it was all just too much you could actually say I need to step back a bit um, I need to shorten my hour, not shorten my hours, but you know, I need to finish at the normal five o'clock, five thirty, whatever it is, rather than or reduce 7 your PM, workload or reduce yeah. the workload or whatever. That's what I would hope would be in place. And the more that people, but you see, this is what happens if we're realistic about work. This is what happens. You keep giving, giving, giving. People are going to keep expecting, expecting, expecting. It becomes the norm. Of course, it does. So it kind of all, well, everything always starts with us first. Yes, I'm not saying it doesn't take courage. Yes, it does, but no shift or change can happen unless we do something different. And I'm not saying you start a job and you go in there militant at all. But what, <laughs> I, you know, but what I am saying is that maybe you do go in there and maybe you do explain that this is how you prefer to work and just see, you know, just see what happens. I think it's easier, maybe people out there won't agree with this, but I do think it's easier in a relationship because in a new relationship, you do, there is no one other than you that can decide if it's right or wrong. I mean, no one can ever decide that anyway, only you for you. But in work, I can understand that slightly more difficult. You work within a team and blah, blah, blah. But in a relationship or if you start a new relationship, Man, yeah, put the boundaries in place. Why wouldn't you do that? You know, that person, if they're going to like you, they're going to like you for who you are, not for who you're going to be until it all gets too much and then you're going to actually be authentic to you, be true to you. And then they're all confused because they're not the person, you're not the person that they thought you were because you didn't have your boundaries in place in the first place, But again, if that makes sense. I think it made sense. But on that note, though, if you do have low self-worth or low confidence, and we've all been there, um, it, it's, it is difficult to put those boundaries in place from minute one because as great as that may sound, actually doing it and maybe feeling like you're letting the other person down or you're not what you know they want and then you start to think, oh gosh, you know, it escalates, doesn't it, in your head? Like if I'm not right for them, am I right for anyone? You know, it kind of can unravel like mm. that. I think it's, I, you know, it, it can be tricky. Yeah, no, I really, really get that. And I know that this is where we're, uh, we are coming from two different generational perspectives. Cause I've, Ooh. cause I've been there and done it. And <laughs> I, and I know what it feels like <laughs> to have done it. And I know that by stepping into who you are and being clear, no, this is me. And this is what I'm not saying you would do it like this, but this is what I would accept and what I wouldn't accept. Um, because yes, actually I do, I do, um, I am worthy of the best ever because I'm not kidding. You are worthy Mm -hmm. of the best ever. Um, 
because I've been there, done that. Yeah, now for me, it's kind of like there's nothing worse. Someone's saying to you, wow, okay, well, actually, that's not what I want. There is you saying to yourself, you're not worthy of the best is way worse than someone saying to you, that's not what I want. Definitely. But I think, as you said, um, but that's because I've little, been there and done it. Exactly. Albeit a little uh, condescendingly. Um, oh, I didn't mean that at all. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just joking. But it is because you've been there and done it. And I think you can only know that if you have been there and, and done it. And I think, unfortunately, that's why, you know, sometimes you're... Some people can do that straight out the gate and more power to those people. That's amazing. But like you've said, you didn't do that. I definitely didn't do that in some of my relationships. You have to, you know, you kind of have to learn that that's what's you know, needed, or you just stumble upon someone amazing that gets that automatically. Mm-hmm. Like how I joyful did with Ellie. that would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lovely Ellie. But how joyful, how joyful would that be? But that still doesn't support you to create your own boundaries. You know, we grow. It can't be and, about the other person. It's got to be about you. Exactly. You know, we create and we grow, don't we, through through who we are and who we're evolving into. But we can't evolve if we're always, always trying to please others. I mean, we we just can't do that. And when we're not putting boundaries in place, in other words, let's be clear about what boundaries are. This doesn't serve me, so I'm not going to do it. Okay. Obviously, in a much kinder way, if you can. Ideally. Yeah, ideally. (laughs) Um, But let's be, be clear what that is. I recognize this isn't serving me. I recognize this isn't helping me. I recognize actually that this is reinforcing an old pattern that doesn't serve me. And it's also recognizing oh, actually, if I don't put a boundary in place, I'm carrying it on. Then what what will change and what will shift? So it's got to be about, no, you know, I can only grow and evolve if I do do something different. And I want to feel good. It's got to be the bottom line. I want to feel good. And that's on every level. And yes, I get it that we live in a society where it really, really does seem to be about others. It really does seem to be about competition and comparison. It really does seem to be about stress and anxiety and pressure. Well, let's shift that. We can shift that. Why don't we just decide actually we're worthy of something way better than that and stand up for that? No, definitely love that, Margie. I think I feel like going on a march yeah. right now. <laughs> I Honestly, think, I think when you've realised that you're no longer willing to sacrifice your well-being for anything, even if it is work that brings in money, even if it is someone that you know you want to be with, I think that's when you kind of crack the code. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah. you're then in control. You've then got the power, yeah. and you can decide you know how you want it to go and what's good for you but I think as long as you're always looking outward Mm -hmm. and you're always letting other people or your work or your roles or whatever it is or money define you then you're never going to reach your full potential of of happiness that's that's exactly it and just going back to what you were saying you know about self-worth and that just exactly what you've just said, then you are relying on the externals. And it isn't about the externals. It's about you internally. And if you really think that the only way that you can um, succeed in a really wonderful way in this world is to burn out or is to live a life that isn't authentic to you, then I want you to keep listening to these podcasts. Because episodes. Episodes. One podcast. Because, yeah. <laughs> Because living a hell yes is the opposite of what I've just said. Living a hell yes is saying yes to you, the best possible experience that you can experience while you're on this planet. 
That's what living a hell yes is. Have you ever received any backlash to putting boundaries in place? God, I thought you were going to say it. Have I re- <laughs> ever received any backlash telling people to live a hell yes? Um, have I received any backlash? No. I mean, it's hum- humans do adapt, you know. Mm. If you're putting boundaries in place, people will adapt to that. Yes, it will be weird. Nobody wants to rock the boat because of how that feels. And that is what brings in the fear, rocking the boat. And I understand that. But humans will get used to a new behavior. If you're putting boundaries in place, people, yes, originally, first of all, will question it. Probably not like it because it will impact on them. But people will get used to it. You know, and I think if they don't, it. though, they're not the right people. Oh, yeah. Whether that's your manager or your partner or whatever friends. it may be, friends. friends yeah. yeah. If they don't get used to it, because ultimately you setting boundaries is you saying, this is what I need, you know. Uh, please respect it and if they can't that's fine that's their choice you know we're not here to force anyone to do anything but then you do need to be comfortable with letting them go because you're not going to be looking after yourself with with keeping those relationships going okay just keeping it real you're not going to feel comfortable letting those people go um you're not that's going to be uncomfortable let's be because you're used to it Yeah. yeah let's be clear about that but you will get used to it and you will develop a new comfort zone. And it's, it's, it seems to me that people are just so scared of developing a new comfort zone. And I know it's the brain and I know it's the amygdala and I know it's all of that. And I know it's the set neural pathways. Get it, get it, get it. But we can override that neural pathway. Don't let's just because we think we have a belief system or, or we have a set neural pathway that we can't override it. Yes, we can. So let's know that it's going to be uncomfortable, but still take the step because you will develop a new comfort zone. You won't not, but it's that feel the fear and do it anyway. And there are so many amazing people out there that do respect boundaries. Yeah. Think of all the friends that you don't have to speak to for a long time. Absolutely. And you're still, the relationships are still exactly the same when you do speak to them. Yeah. Because you understand that, you know, you're adults and you've got busy lives and you won't yeah. always be communicating every day. Like that to me is a big example of you've, you know, you set a boundary as in, please don't expect for me to be in touch all the time because I've got stuff going on. Yeah. And they completely understand that. Yeah. I know it's not a reflection of them or your relationship with them. Um, I think... And- I I love that, you know, I really love it when a friend of mine genuinely texts me, messages me and says, Sandra, I've got so much going on at work, you know, um, the filming schedule's gone over time or whatever, I've got so much going on, I'm going to have to cancel tonight. Not lie to me or not, but just, no, no, I'm really tired, this has gone over, I just want some time. That's their boundary and I love that. I respect it. And of course it's okay. We'll make another date some other time. Yeah. That's what, rather than worrying about lying, are you going to be okay if I say that? What? Well, you also want people at their best. Of you know, course. you should want to work with and for people that are at their best. You should want to be friends with and in relationships with people that are at their best. Yeah. And I think enabling people to set boundaries and actually live by them and follow them is one of the best things that you can do for the people yeah. in your life. Like 100%. Yeah. And it's not even living at their best. More importantly, it's living who they truly are and living without fear and just, oh man, just saying yes to them. That's what, it, that's what this is about and it's what life is all about. If we all said yes to us, if we all did, picture this, the globe. Billions, the whole globe. The whole globe. <laughs> if everybody said yes to them, because we're all of the same mindset of saying yes, 
No one would ever be upset or worried or fearful or anxious. Or it's, mm. yeah. But no, we, we say yes to others because of the fear and the anxiety. I, right. I think I've got to say goodbye now because I've got little Ralph on my on my on bosom actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't believe you just said that, yeah. but I'm going to keep it in and not edit it out. No, good. Um, okay. I think we've talked enough wax but, lyrical but, about but this, no, but, but I, it is really I do, important. I re- it really is important. I'm not kidding, and I absolutely do want people to start focusing in their life. Where are they not putting boundaries in place that would be incredibly useful for them to start doing? Yeah, yeah, Definitely. and take action on that. It's the sure. only way. Say yes to you. I love that, Margie. I feel like that should be your mantra. catchphrase. Yeah. Mantra. Yes to you. Yes um, to you. Thank you so much to anyone who's listened to this episode. Sorry if it's been a little bit shambolic. We're contending with a very young puppy. Um, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, the links are in the description. I also have a weekly newsletter that I put out every Friday. If you're intrigued to hear some of my recommendations each week. And mum has a private Facebook group called Ultimate Conscious Creating, where she posts lots more um, content there. We hope you have a fantastic week living. A hell yes. yes. Bye-bye. <laughs>